Of course, it doesn't always take a village to get attention. Former NBA star Dennis Rodman did fine all on his own last week with his visit to North Korea. It got Rodman lots of media attention and a new friend for life, apparently, a North Korean leader, Kim Jong-un. Rodman's trip was not approved by the State Department, but it did have the backing of Vice Media. The company itself has been the focus of media coverage for what some would call its stunt journalism. Brian Stelter writes about media for The New York Times. He says Vice never expected its latest stunt to be quite as successful. They didn't know when they went to North Korea that the leader of the country would show up. They tempted him by setting up this basketball game. And in some ways, they were thinking like diplomats trying to get the leader of North Korea to show up. Which is kind of odd because it sounds, from what I've read, like Vice magazine doesn't really generally think like diplomats. And when you spoke with Shane Smith, (laughs) I'm just wondering, did he give you any idea why Vice decided to take Rodman to North Korea in the first place? What was the aim? Vice is an interesting brand because it's got a bunch of identities. One identity is first-person essays about wild, youthful topics. Another uh, identity is music and culture. But they also like to take these wild trips into foreign countries. Uh, They've had reporters uh, go to Afghanistan and Iraq and Liberia, and they like having that uh, worldwide angle to them. For them, North Korea was an obvious uh, target, shall we say, because Shane Smith, the co-founder, had been twice before, and he thought that Vice could go again by setting up this exhibition basketball game. Uh, and, of course, they're filming a show now for HBO. So they've kind of got to impress HBO with crazy trips, with eye-opening exposés. Let me ask you this then. I mean, in the New York Times documentary, page one, a year inside the New York Times, Shane Smith, uh, Vice, told journalist David Carr that he was not a journalist. Uh, talking about a travel guide he made of Liberia, he said, I right. wasn't there to report. I'm just talking about, look, what I saw. Uh, So if this is not journalism, then what are the dangers of making it look journalistic? They like to call it immersion. I would call it maybe stunt journalism or just just a plain old stunt. The, The risk in this case is that it appears to be propaganda for North Korea. The risk in this case is that by having Dennis Rodman show up, it gives the North Korean regime some semblance of uh, celebrity, uh, some some suggestion that it's okay for an American to come and almost bless the regime despite all of the human rights abuses that are known to happen there. Dennis Rodman came out and he said, this man's a friend of mine now and, and he's a great guy and he's not like his father. Clearly, I don't think a lot of people would want Dennis Rodman to be their spokesman. (laughs) And I'm not suggesting Dennis Rodman even is a spokesman for North Korea. But when he comes out and talks that way, and when he doesn't talk about the human rights abuses, it can come across as rather strange. Perhaps it's not okay for them to do this, or maybe it is. But when you spoke with Shane Smith, I mean, what did he tell you? Was he surprised that it got this far? I think Vice was pleasantly surprised they did get an audience with Kim Jong-un. They said they were not doing propaganda for North Korea, nor would they try. Uh, When I said that to Shane Smith, he said, uh, listen, I wouldn't make a very good propagandist. I'd be a bad propagandist. But the images may speak louder than the words uh, when we see the photographs that come out. Uh, And when we see Dennis Rodman saying, they've always got a friend in me. He's a great guy. It's something that can seem very strange and can send maybe the wrong signal. Did Shane Smith, when you spoke with him, express any concern for what this trip meant for relations between the U.S. and North Korea? I was struck by two sentences that Shane Smith said back to back. The first was 50 years of diplomatic uh, relations, diplomacy between the U.S. and North Korea have failed. I believe in dialogue. But then he turned around and immediately said, well, but, but we're not here to save the world. We're just here to show people something they've never seen before. 
Uh, you might take that as meaning that he's trying to have it both ways, you know, that he's that he's saying that he's trying to provide a dialogue between an American and a North Korean. But at the same time, well, no, we're not there to save the world. We're just there to produce good TV. Hmm. What, was Dennis Rodman paid by HBO and Vice or either for his participation? He was paid by Vice, as were the three members of the Harlem Globetrotters who went on the trip. Vice is not saying how much they were paid. HBO is an interesting part of all this because they are financing the TV show, but Vice went for Vice. that may or may not appear on the HBO TV show. You know, I guess if President Obama calls Kim Jong-un, like Dennis Rodman suggested, and some kind of ball starts rolling towards peace, all of this will be reassessed. I guess I shouldn't laugh. It just seems like an (laughs) awfully unlikely thing. Brian Stelter writes about media for The New York Times. Brian, thank you. Thank you.